0: Thank you. I mean, thank you. I I know from the road trip space the training that Monica always arrived ten minutes earlier in the call. <laughs> I don't know if it's German or if it's a practice. No,
1: no, no. It was my practice because at the, the first uh, uh, the first day I was one hour too late because I mixed the time. So. It was my exercise. <laughs> cool.
0: Thank you. I mean, I mean what, what about every, for this Fear Club spaceholder training? As spaceholders, anyway, you will need to show up earlier to your spaces. Well, you, you've been doing that. Is for everybody to come five minutes early and until uh, like three o'clock here and whatever time it is at your place, there is no script.
2: And, and then we get
0: to be in the fear of what would happen during these five minutes. How many people can show up five minutes early? The fear club space, of the training.
3: Okay. Then cool. Another experiment is to, to bring your presence fully into the call. And that would mean to, unless you have a major noise in the background that would take over this this call to unmute yourselves and let the the, the part of your your room of your environment of your breathing also be here in the space so that we can be with you
4: a lot of noise here can you hear it?
3: no okay.
1: Thank you
0: great so as we as we start would you Put your attention on your center. And as you're entering a a space of fear and probably have felt this fear for a few minutes or hours or maybe days, it could be that there's ways, this strategy that we move our center to not experience the fear. So we put our fear in the future, like what will happen? I, I need to figure out what will happen. If it happens like this, then I can, I can control it and I'm safe. Or I put my center in the past and I think about old conversation that in some ways I can control in my head, because if the conversations are in my head, then I can control them about whatever, what I'm saying, what the other person is saying. Or I can give my center away, for example, to the space holders, saying, well, they're I don't have to feel a fear of being in charge, they're in charge. And so therefore I'm not, and I can avoid that kind of responsibility. Or putting the center away in um, totally other considerations. And so the, the, the presence of the fear that's happening is um, distracted, like the attention is put away. So I just notice where, how do you, how do you, Numb your fear. What's your strategy in terms of your center to numb your fear? You can notice right away where it is right now. And you'll write it at, I'll propose you just write it in your book after, after we've been centering. So, from then, take with your intention, put your center on your physical center, and this is entering presence. Small now, three seconds now. And I want to be clear that being centered, so you can even stay centered when I'm talking. And that's the, the purpose is that being centered is not about not feeling fear. So many people, I've, I've experienced many people who have big emotions, like big feelings, whatever they are, even emotions of big feelings, and say, oh, wait a second, let me center myself. And then they come down and they're like, ah, okay, now I can talk to you. Okay, that is not centering, that is just numbing. So if you ever, please, if any of your participant ever do this with you, or even in an emotional healing process or in a possibility team or any of your team, people think that centering means not feeling anything, it's the opposite. Because the moment that you get you start being centered is like then anyway that's sort of my experience. Or the way I would explain it is, it's sort of your bodies align. Your your energetic body aligns with your physical body, and then your emotional body gets to come online. And then and then that's the moment you actually have
2: access to the feelings, whether they're your feelings or their emotions. Okay, and from there, please declare your grounding cord if you haven't yet.
0: And at the counter, please tell us the color of your grounding cord. One, two, three. Oh, yeah. Oh,
5: yeah. blue.
0: Click your clicker again and declare your personal bubble of space. I'm just kind of mentioning it right now is that probably a lot of your clients whether they have done rage club before or not as they keep like practicing declaring their personal bubble of space like it really needs to be something that happens in, in every space that you're holding to almost starts with center ground and court bubble uh, not really for you and not really for them right now but as a practice for them to be like oh, okay, I, kept, I keep forgetting that the first thing I do waking up in the morning is center ground in court bubble. And the experience of the difference when they have their personal bubble of space and when they don't. And one of the, the difference, especially regarding fear, is that we carry so much fear from other people. We let ourselves be influenced by other people's fear so much, mostly because we don't have a a personal bubble of space and so the moment you start you declare your personal bubble of space there's this kind of shock of but actually i don't need to let other people's fear come into my space so and i say that as if you have client who have fears for example who seems to not get healed when you take them for emotional healing process or For initiation of fear and they just keep having the same fear over and over again and it seems like the source is not clear or it doesn't get healed most probably you could assume that it's actually not their fear is not their fear and so it's a completely different emotional healing process because they can't heal somebody else's fear and that's the that's the I would say that's kind of the lie or the fantasy world that we get as children is if I take my mom's fear, then she doesn't have to feel it and I can I can hold that fear, or I can heal that fear. I can do that with my father, or even with teachers, or uh, maybe even with siblings, if there was a lot of siblings around, I can take other people's fear and then and then I carry them. Of course, you forget that you made that decision when you were one, two, three, five, six, seven years old, even sometimes later. And then trying to heal that is, becomes a it's like a night, it's sort of a nightmare because it never gets healed because it's not yours. You cannot heal it. And so the healing process is give it back. Mm. So I don't know, maybe we get a chance to work with that here in this fear club space holder training. And if not, well, let me say this. I think this Fear Club spaceholder training,, Vera, I'm sorry, would you, go ahead. Would you, just would you mute yourself? Yeah, great, I think there's a feedback a little bit. Okay. I would consider this Fear Club spaceholder training very differently than I mean I think all of you have been for Rage Club spaceholder training in a way that this Fear Club spaceholder training would be a space where, we get to work with our fear and the way we work with our fear gives us dimension to work with our client's fear. But if we don't experience the the shift ourselves, there's no way we can really hold space for other people to do that, except from a concept, except from something that we've heard or something that uh, sounds true or and and especially in the domain of fear, is if you if you as a space holder can't be, like stand in an in, in intense fear space, then your client won't be able to lean into their fear. So I don't know how many people have hold space, held space for emotional healing processes, for example, from about fear, and in the beginning, your client could not feel the fear until you've leaned into your own fear and all of a sudden your client was there in their own fear. How many people have had that experience? Okay, about a little more than, than half, yeah. So this is what we're talking about in a bigger, in a scale of not just a one-on-one client, but you holding space for like six, 12, 20, 25 people feeling fear against against their own thoughtware. And this is really what's will be going on in, in the fear in your fear clubs or spaces of fear is that it's like if you I mean if you've noticed, you probably noticed that the rage, like rage club or anger, there is many other contexts even right now delivering some form of anger work that there's books written by anger there's uh, ted talks given about anger there's like all sorts of different space saying you know woman anger and and maybe eventually we'll come to the point where there's books about men anger i don't know if that's still, that still already exists but if you maybe one of those men were writing about men anger that would be uh, really needed but so the thought where the whole morphogenetic field, like the field of anger is upgrading at, on a global level, like really on the global level. In terms of fear, this is it. This is, this is the people delivering upgraded thought where about fear. And so here we are really on the, we are on the edge of consciousness. Like we're on the edge of, building new territory for hundreds, thousands, hundreds of thousands of people to come walk this path of conscious fear, to use fear. And it, it is so, it is so, like the thought where even in, uh, even in edge workers, even in uh, edge working game worlds, the thought where of fear is, I, if I feel fear, I'm broken. If I feel fear, I paralyze. If I feel fear, I, 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 I can't hold space. If I feel fear, something is wrong. I need to numb fear. Like fear is bad. This is, and it's so deeply ingrained. I mean, even in us. I mean, I don't know if you've noticed while you were doing the experiment this week, but it's like, it is deeply ingrained to when there's fear coming up, I go the other way, I walk the other way, then it is so unnatural to move into fear if it's not, quote unquote, in a held space. Like, I mean, I even notice how much, it's like, it's, yes, to some degree, I can feel fear. To some degree, I've lowered my numbness bar. In, in so many degrees, in so many layers, that where of, numbing fear and going again like away from the fear is present in every cell so so this is i i want to say that mostly what i would like to do and we've talked about it with vera like what we would like to do is for you to be able to hold space for your own fear while being faced with a terribly strong thoughtware of fear is bad in your participant, like in your clients, in the people around you. And the the shift that takes, I mean, you can even look in your own way, like your own path of fear is that the shift to a new thoughtware cannot be an idea. In a way, it's like in the beginning of Rage Club, a lot of, people do this old map and new map of anger. You know, God, there's this old map, anger is bad. It's unprofessional. It's out of control. It's dangerous. It's like, okay, what could I use anger for? And then people are like, oh, I can use it for boundary and for de- deciding and saying yes and saying no. And, and they get so excited about what they could do with their anger. Like, it's really that experience. The thing with fear is you could talk about it, like do the old map and the new map, and the moment that space is closed, the old thoughtware will come right up. And then and then it's fear is bad after run away. So it, it will it will not be an intellectual shift. It cannot be an intellectual shift. And so really what needs to happen is ongoingly giving new experiences providing spaces for new experiences using conscious fear, and then letting your participant come up with their own conclusion, like they are building their own new thoughtware by themselves through their own experience of of fear in, in your whatever practices, experiments, assignments, challenges. So in a way that's, we'll be doing that with ourselves for for the next four weeks.
3: that's something. Go ahead. And, yeah. Also, as you have done the Rage Club spaceholder training, that you have and you've done also Rage Club, you might have noticed that the with anger people can can kind of push through. They can push through. To activate the fear, to the, activate the anger, and and experience it either in the three 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 feeling consciously for no reason, or in initiations. But with fear is a completely different territory. So this uh, space holder training is also for you to s- start accessing the very subtle levels, the l- low levels of fear, so that you can also see it, stand it in other people when they are forcing it, when it's coming really naturally because if they're forcing it, it it's really like Chloe is saying, it's, it's, uh, they're trying to move to the new map of feelings in their head. And so to really one step at a time without forcing and navigating that really, really subtle space is part of what we're also going to do here in that it means research on yourself, how you do that. How you allow the fear to grow, how to allow the fear to be there and how and also how you block it and what you do about it.
0: I I also want to say, just in terms of this this beginning, is this is a huge celebration, like what we're doing here, this fear club spaceholder training, because in reality we are inhabiting, we are moving into and inhabiting a whole game world space that is empty right now. So the fear club space exists, but in a way it's pretty much empty in terms of how much uh, we inhabiting it. And so, we, we, as I was saying, is like we're really pioneer. And we what we would like with Vera is sort of to start with a bang inhabiting this territory of fear club and start with a bang together. And the way, so we i'd like to start <laughs> with assignments i would like to start with assignments instead of having them at the end and like sort of quickly so in in order to inhabit this territory we need literature like we need documentation so there's an assignment that is not for monday next week or uh tuesday for Kiri it is for thursday uh europe time and then and friday um in 10 days and that is to write an article that is um the the requirement is that it has to be two to three pages it has a beginning a middle and an end you can write it in the language that you wish the title needs to have the word fear or afraid or fearful if you want but it needs to have that and the proposal but afterwards you can really write about whatever you want, but the proposal would be something along the line of how owning and noticing and discovering and reclaiming my conscious fear has made my life, like has improved my life, has improved my quality of life, has improved my relationship, has improved um, my work, my professional work, my spaces. So something about that it's fear and it's about how your life gets better with fear, and that's so. And I so one article to in it is in ten days to give it in ten days. And the other part of the game world to build out is to actually deliver fear spaces. So the other assignment is by next week, by Monday next week, all of us uh, makes a flyer for a two-hour. I'm gonna put quote unquote, introduction to fear club. So it doesn't, you don't have to call it introduction to fear club if you don't want, it can be a work talk with the title that you wish. And it can be, you know, the proposal is to do it about your research. So it, it could be things like how to listen to the universe, how to become more sensitive, how to improve your noticing
3: skills, how, um, uh, how to invent your life and leave the yeah, linear life rein, plant. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah, how to work, how, how to live at the edge, you know, live on the razor's edge, how to live on the razor. But the content has to be about this shift from the old thought map to the new thought map of, of fear with context, distinction, and exercise experiences, practices. And the the requirement about the flyer is that we need to all deliver uh, those 14 work talks, introduction slash introduction to Fear Club before the 1st of November, before the Day of the Dead. Okay, so, and, and if you want to do it on the 31st, just knock yourself out. <laughs>
5: <laughs> do I it really- on the
0: Halloween. So instead of care, care like um, trick or treating for candy we trick or treat for fear. That could be a great title for a work talk. Oh. Okay? So flyer by next week and the date has to be before 1st of November this year. <laughs> I see those smart people
2: there.
3: <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. <sighs> oh, yeah. And then and then there's more one more assignment well actually two more assignments and this is for the whole of the fear club spaceholder training and this is to start a fear journal the fear journal can be in your beat book and you start you have you totally make a section only for your fear club it could be at the end of your beat book or you start a whole new book just for this and the the fear uh, journal is really Um, It's about two things. One is your whole research about fear of how you handle fear of how you handle your emotional fear and what things you notice about um, opening more access to your conscious fear, your experiments, your noticings, everything, because that will be the base for your fear clubs that you are going to hold. This is the research for what you're delivering because you can only
0: go. Yeah. I just wanted to say is like a lot of you have been in my fear club or Vera's fear club. I think, I mean, that, we were the only two people really delivering them being Joanna Cruz also. And um, I've learned so much about fear since I delivered fear club. And Vera, I'm sure Vera has, delivered, has discovered a lot about fear since you were delivering fear club, Vera. And it's, so if you try to reproduce what you've experienced in those fear club, it's already too old. It's already dead. It is already dead. The, the aliveness of your own fear club will come out of your own research and your own leaning into the fear. And, and to keep track of that is to, in a way it's really a spaceholder skill to document your own experiment so that you can deliver them, and then they can be passed on. So, right, it's about writing. your experiment, writing. You're noticing. Writing. God, actually, I don't know how to do this. And, and and that really that is the jewel of fear club. If you can deli- like if you can deliver a fear club about your own fear, to deliver a fear club about how you don't, you 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 have blocks to your own fear, then then the space is totally alive. Because you have you have stakes in it. You have your own, like yeah. So go ahead, Vera.
3: Yeah, so this is the, the, the research that you're gonna have. And because you know, when we're designing the sessions and Chloe and I, we we both we both realized, I mean, it's not nobody knows how to deliver Rage Club as well, but nobody knows how to deliver. Fear club because it needs to be invented every time. It needs to be invented fresh and new. So this is what your fear journals for, and for keeping this research alive and your presence and your research alive, we also ask you to do uh, an eight three one. So most of you know three three three. Who ha- who here has done three 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 fear? Three
1: three three fear. Okay. Three 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 fear.
3: Okay, not enough. Just about four people who here has done three 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 rage. Is it everybody? Okay, so everyone knows what I'm talking about with three three three. So the the proposal is to do an eight three one, which is for eight minutes three times a week. Uh, eight minutes three times a week for a whole month for this month of the Fear Club Spaceholder training. You take time, eight minutes of your time to write down all the fears that come up. You write them down in your fear journal. You take, then you take at least three fears from from that list of, uh, of each week. And then you, you do, you kind of do the practice that we've been doing before the the start of the space holder training. You handle a fear, you see what emotional fears you have. You ask for feedback in the ones that you need to, uh, to practice more, the things that you need to uh, discover more. So this is your research. This is how you find what is your next thing. What's the what's the step that I that I'm not seeing? What's the part of me that is blind that, that I want to work on? You know, so the fear is really to to scan for the invisibles, for the the silence, for the things that are really not obvious.
0: I want to say something about that, and it's about. Um, that we've been taught to look at the bright things at the shiny things so our parents would be above our crib and they would say look at the ball you know look at the look at the doll look at the teddy bear look at this and they wouldn't and 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 then you have to look at what is there so and that's the advertisement you look at the bright things at the shiny things at the billboards at the things that have color so we have been really deeply trained to look at what at the bright things and we have in opposite not been trained at all to look in the shadows or look for what is invisible look for what is not there yet but could exist and these these are really skills needed for ed- edge workers and building next culture is we are ongoingly looking at the shadows to transform it, like looking into the underworld to transform it into consciousness. So it's not because the the underworld is not bad, the underworld are stepping stone into the next awareness and looking into what is not there as to inhabit it. Because next culture, there's so many men, I mean, really, <laughs> I don't know, hundreds, millions, of dimensions of next culture that is not yet inhabited, and that needs to be, so that other people can inhabit it behind us. And so this is a—it's a—it's in a way—it's a mage skill. It's like a magic skill to be able to look at what is not there and then possibly in, invoke it into existence, call it into existence. I mean, just like there was no there, there was no fear club until one day Clinton. I was I was at the end of a rage club I don't know who maybe somebody here was there I don't know I was at the end of a rage club and we were doing dragon speaking dragon writing it was dragon writing and people were like it was so full of energy and people had I'd written down what mattered to them and then uh and I said okay who wants to read it who wants to read and do dragon speaking with what you just wrote this was a a a fear club full of ETB trainers and coaches and space holders and everybody looked down can tell you nobody was like and and clinton who wasn't even looking at the screen could feel the whole this whole space shifting into fear and he said you need to deliver fear club and he passed me the the paper i said who wants to (laughs) who wants to join fear club next week and everybody raised their hand i mean and that's how fear club came into existence and 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 then the next thing was, which I think that's Jesse's fault. Jesse said, "I want a fear club space holder training," and also looking into what is not there but is needed. And it's, I mean, it's dangerous to say, "I want a fear club space holder training." You know, that means going through a full week grinder of face being in your own fear. You know, building this matrix and this tolerance to to feel fear okay well is that true that it was jesse the first person who asked okay so you can all blame jesse and when something is going wrong (laughs) (laughs) and yeah so this is what we're talking about in terms of looking into the, the invisible into the potential into what is not there Okay. Anything about any of this? I know some of you, like, for example, Christina and and Marcus, you're delivering Fear Club in about a month. I think it starts in a month, right? Yes. Yes. Anybody else has dates already planned for Fear Club? Monica? Yes. Great. And Jesse also?
4: End of November. Yeah. And what? End of November. End
0: November. End of November. Great. So it's great if that's the, the purpose of the work talk, is to pre- like is in a way to prepare yourself and to bring people into their circle who will be joining the fear the fear the fear club, because I I want to sort of clarify this from now on because I was thinking about this is I know that when I delivered fear club the re- one of the requirement was for people to have done rage club first. And, and the purpose was, well, people can only feel higher intensity of fear if they have some degree upgraded their thought wear and their nervous system to anger so that they can have a safe space to feel fear, which is a more delicate and subtle uh, sensation than anger. And like Vera was saying that you, you can sort of like push through to feel anger, but you can't push through to feel fear. And I would like to take out that requirement out of our game world and to just experiment to see if that's really true, because I don't know, really, I think it worked well for a year because then people would also do race club and that was also useful for them. But I think it could be that some new people come in through fear because actually that's, what's blocking them from feeling anger. So, um, I would I propose to not have this requirement and just do your own experiment and if, and kind of report to see, to see what, what we discovered together. Okay. Cool, great. Okay, so any, I was, I was gonna say any, so any questions or considerations just like right now about, about all, all of what has been said or something else? regarding holding space for fear club or
2: yeah.
6: I have a question for the assignment of the eight, three, one. I didn't get what to do with the three fears I choose.
0: So I would say Vera said, so it could be, this is how it's going to go. I think you check it, you, you choose three fears and then notice if your fear is an emotional fear or a feeling of fear. And then these have very different purposes. And I would actually encourage you to choose, some of it is emotional and some of it are really pure feelings. And, and, for, and like if it's emotion, just go through the emotional healing process. That, that's the proposal. Just do the emotional healing process. And really regarding fear, I mean, regarding any emotional healing process, it could well be a 15 to 20 minute emotional healing process. So it doesn't, there's not always a one and a half process. Sometimes, especially regarding fear, is there's a wiring or a thought is is just a thought where um, it's just a thoughtware. And then you get to be aware of the thoughtware and say, I'm changing my thoughtware, I'm making a new decision, and this is my new thoughtware. So, and that takes 15 to 20 minutes. Okay. And if it's a feeling of fear. you get to choose. And that's, that is the magic with fear that most people, I mean, almost nobody knows about is what you say is, hello fear, what do you have for me? Please write down this sentence, please give it to anybody, give it to everybody. Hello fear, what do you have for me? And then then your fear tells you. The thing is, your fear tells you, and then it tells you, like, for example, okay, I, uh, okay, right now, right now it's like, I feel fear. I feel fear because I, there's so much to say. There's so much to say about fear. And I usually would want to move into action, but I, I'm, I'm feeling fear about actually keep, keep talking. Okay. So this is what my fear is telling me to handle, and then I get to choose. I say, hello, fear, what do you have for me? The fear comes up, tells me, and then I get to choose. So it's very clear that in no way can you be, can you give responsibility to fear? You cannot give responsibility to fear. Your fear gives you the information you choose. So that would be part of the experiment and the, the, having the experience of choosing a feeling of fear, saying, hello, fear, what do you have for me? Am I going to handle it now or later? You know, or, or am I going to handle it or not? Or, you know, or, or whatever. But to have the experience that you get the information, but you get to choose about your feeling of fear. So that's, that's the, what to do with the free fears.
5: Thank Great. you.
7: Cool. Doris and then Christine. Yeah, so I realized that I have to be in a practical way. For example, writing that article no, in 10 days, I would l- like to relate to that what I experienced the last days. It has to be more relation and and today I experienced a lot of fear, really in a praxis, because I had that flight back from one and a half years out of the jungle into that, that Madrid uh, airport. And if I come through and if that all works and I saw so much fear and it was really like overwhelmed. Oh, so so
0: is, was that a yeah. feeling of fear or an emotional fear?
7: I think there was a lot of emotional fear in 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 there.
0: Yeah, the, it's. I, I couldn't even
7: finish in seeing. Okay, this is the fear of, of authorities. This is the fear, and and then I got the whole uh, shock of modern culture. So it was a lot to see my own fear in real. You know, Okay, fear. so this was all emotional fear. Okay, yeah. What's your so What's your question? So my question is. Um, for example, with that eight minutes of fear today, I had much more of eight minutes and just seeing that, but it was such a lot. So how, how would I do in in that situation? Okay.
0: The thing is there's, this is what, when, when you have a high numbness bar, what happens Hmm. is that the feeling of fear is blocked. Your access to the feeling of fear is blocked. You do not have access to the intelligence and energy of low intensity fears between zero and 10 percent which are so full of information and energy for your life like mostly if you had your luminous bar down to zero the 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 fear energy and information would come from the fear from zero to ten percent so this is what we're looking for this is what How can we have access to this for our life? Okay, if you have a numbness bar up to 50, 60, 70%, no way you have access to low intensity fear. Okay, but then the thing is with a high numbness bar, what you have is emotional fear running under your bar of consciousness, really, your bar of awareness, but totally running your life. So this is what you were saying Dor, is that you have all this emotional fear you can you can sort of be aware of it but you're not really it's still under your numbness bar and it's running your life it is running your life
7: but it's not under my uh numbness bar it's it's like i'm very aware all the months about the low intense fear and but it seems to there are so many mixed feelings that it's it's very intense at the moment because maybe of the awareness or maybe they are coming so
3: much information and yeah. So Dori, probably when, when uh, Chloe is saying that it's under the awareness that you you're aware that you're feeling fear, but it's probably much higher than what you think it is or what you're, that you're allowing yourself to feel. And this is what Chloe was saying. it that, that um that process of of holding holding those uh, trying to lower the numbness trying to raise the numbness bar so that you don't feel at all times all this high intensity fear of your emotions that's that's the pressure that you're that you're aware of that is the pressure that you're aware of all the time But that that tension, that 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 fear, that is being compressed by all of the 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 numbness bar, it's blocking your ability to to sense the low level fears from the right now, and then acting on it because that's this just it's like so much noise, so much emotional noise happening, and and that's why you could say, gosh, it was I was so overwhelming. This is one of the um, the, the reports that people have, it's so overwhelming because there's so much pressure on that numbness bar to, to kind of keep it together. So so the practice,
0: Dory, is this these eight minutes is to feel fear consciously. And that's the difference than being overtaken by fears, emotional fears, is during those eight minutes, this eight minute of, consciously saying hello fear what do you have for me and then write it down that's that's the practice
7: yes and i i don't feel hurt now because i i was conscious in that fear you know it was just much longer than eight minutes it it was the last days and it was it was such a lot i was conscious about and i i went through so yeah It's it's not anymore about the numbness bar. It's it's over with that numbness bar.
0: Okay. So, do you get? Did you get an answer to your question about what to do with the eight minutes?
7: Hmm. Um. Not really. No. Yeah. I mean, you mean uh, eight minutes experiencing consciousness. Right. yeah. I didn't get an answer if it's much longer than eight minutes and experiencing the conscious fear and going through how you do that. If you get much more information, because we are talking about lower the numbness bar and feeling everything in that intensity. So what about that? If we feel everything? If yeah,
0: if it's more than eight minutes, it's an emotional healing process. So go through the emotional process healing process and then come back to the eight minute of conscious fear Mm -hmm. after you've been through the emotional healing process because like Vera was saying if you're are triggered in an emotion it's so much noise that there's no way you have access to these zero to ten percent and I mean it's my suspicion is that most people like really most people live in triggered emotional fear all the time, just all the time. And have, there is no space, there is no space in their emotional body and like emotional intelligence to get access to these zero to 10%. And one of the fears of lowering this numbness bar is that people think they will have more of this, this worry, this anxiety, this stress, they think if, if that's, that's what fear work is about, then I'll just get more and no way, like no way do I want that. And so it, so really this fear work is, for me, it's almost 50-50. Half of the work is to complete these emotional fears, to complete them. Every time they show up, do the emotional healing process or the, in completing the incomplete emotion or um, a shift of thought where like emotional healing process, And half of it is building this awareness of the feeling of fear. And for me, in terms of all the other, the feelings, the flavors of emotional fear and feeling of fear, like the experience in the body are so different. They're just so different. And so, yeah.
3: And just as a practical thing, then Dory is, um, this eight minutes, the, the purpose of the eight, three, one is that you, it's twofold, is that you feel consciously, but you also write them down. So you collect as many of the messages of the communication from your fear so that you can then, and then after the eight minutes, you can then go handle them. And when I say handle them is what Unchloe chloe said to Daniel, feelings or emotions. Yeah. The, was that clear?
8: Yeah but so
0: Yeah. okay yeah. thank you thank you Chris, christina you had a question
8: yeah it was not really a question no. it was when you said that um to skip the how do you say um the purpose
1: no uh, the
9: the reason mm the
8: no. requirement requirements are you, you you're perfect at translating I'm, I'm I'm... wow <laughs> yeah. okay so um the requirements to the fear club that it's yeah. not the rage club i would say it makes a difference because we did the series because first it was like like fear came up and like no i don't want to do that and then I, I i checked again in and i realized that wait,
0: the wait. Fe- Christine, can you say what the fear was about?
8: The fear was about that. Mm, the fear was about that you that I'm following just what you say by a kind of obeying and saying yes, I do this. But I had already like I. It's not about planning, but I. The, it was a purpose. What what I designed or we designed it. It's a series, and it makes like a. It's a different drive. And first it was like, Oh, the fear was that I need to do that. Even I would say, no, it's like, I want to keep it like this for just a fear club. Yes. But for the series, it's like when I'm now bringing people after four weeks into, into the, the stream, the prerequisite is definitely a rage club because people were already having the rage club and then they are all on the train. And then you can onboard, but just when you already had the rage club, so I would have these two distinctions, like, okay, just a Fear Club series, it's different than Rage and Fear Club, double-pack, but... The, I hear what that, you're saying. Yeah. And the, the, just, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: I just want to say, I, uh, in the first Rage Club Space Holder training was Vera, we had put a limit of 24 participants, I think. And then there was one more person wanted to come, and they had all the requirements, and I'm like, okay, let's do it three hours before our first session, somebody calls me up and say, I want to join. What can I do to join? I will join. And I could feel this rule in me saying, no, we said 24 and I'm going to hold it to 24. And, and, and then Clinton just looked at me and say, what is that? What is that thing that says 24? And I, and I could feel it was fear behind this rule it was fear that Vera and I couldn't hold a bigger space. And I said, I'm going to do this experiment of letting this guy in. And I would I give him a, an assignment that he had to do in the next two hours before he joined. And, and he did the assignments and he joined. And he was a wonderful addition to the space. Like he brought in a completely different dimension. And I so I, I heard your fear, Christine, and I am afraid that your explanation comes out of a it's a rule instead of having the universe uh move people move people in and out of your space Hmm. and so you uh, just check it out or but and and it's like you could have requirements and not abide by your own requirements no yeah that's true yeah
8: yeah we have still four weeks, so yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Especially <laughs> if you deliver an introduction to Fear Club, who knows what's going to happen?
5: Yeah,
4: <laughs> I got scared too. I felt scared too when you said when you kind of when you brought this idea that people maybe don't need to do Rage Club, and I've thought I've thought a lot about and been observing a lot about Rage and ha- and the relationship between Rage oh, and Fear.
0: Jesse, can you go, go back to so like you yeah. said, What was your fear?
4: my fear was that people are going to come to the rage club or the fear club and they're not going to have the clarity that rage brings and specifically the clarity to have distinction between what I feel unmixing emotions for example I've seen people try and unmix emotions with fear because they can't get in touch with their rage and so they're just they're just terror it's just screaming in terror because they're so afraid of their anger Mm -hmm. but but that doesn't work. The, the fear isn't able to, to give clarity to the feelings, uh, to the emotions. And this is this is this is fear, or this is this you know. And so my my, my fear is that unmixing emotions is a is a f- fundamental, and that if people can don't have the clarity of their anger. I, I'm scared that Fear Club wouldn't work or Fear Club wouldn't really be able to land.
0: Okay, so you're afraid about this un, unmixing feelings.
4: Yeah, and, and just and also just having having the clarity that, that connection to conscious anger brings and not have or not having that clarity coming into Fear Club.
0: Okay, what's that fear really about about not having the clarity of anger? Because they don't have the clarity about sadness and they mostly don't have clarity about context or centering or like there's you know, there's always something that we don't have clarity about. So
4: it's, it's, it's that, that anger, conscious anger brings clarity in a way that other elements, other forces of nature don't. Conscious anger like brings like a cutting light and that is, that is a tool. And that's, that's an ability that Rage Club cultivates And I'm scared of what will happen in a fear club without that that sword, so to speak.
0: Okay, to give you other options, other possibility, in one of my fear club, I delivered a whole uh, fear club about the clarity of fear. And I thought this whole thing about the clarity clarity is anger is bullshit because fear has so much clarity. And, And I was in total liquid state about that. So, so I, would, I would question, I would question um, this, like your fear is based on the assumption that almost only, only anger has clarity.
3: And I would give you a, an experiment, uh, a research experiment, which it would be to use the fear to create what is the next step on, if you see that in your, if you decide to experiment with letting some people in that have not done the rage club, that you use that fear as a, as a way to see what could be next for them and what exercise or what practices can they do to get that clarity, to, to grow that bit of matrix so that they can go to their next step of feeling fear. And so to use really your your fear as a, a, a creation power to go in a totally different way than anger, than you, what you already know that works, and to try that.
0: And to be clear, like what you were saying, unmixing feeling needs anger. The, 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 the act of unmixing comes through conscious anger. It cannot come from really other feelings. I don't, I don't think so. So I... I, anyway, I think that's an accurate assessment about the unmixing feeling.
4: Inaccurate. inaccurate. No, it is
0: inaccurate, that you need the anger. You can't unmix feeling with fear. Like with yeah. wh- was using the energy of fear.
4: It didn't seem to work the times that I saw yeah. people try
0: it. I believe you, yeah.
2: Okay.
4: Thank you for the experience
10: bro.
2: Yeah, thank you, Jesse.
0: Okay, then I, I would move into the first, our first practice. And this is about this, like Vera and I said a, a few times is, one of the main purpose of Few Club is to have access to these low intensity feeling, which means less than 10% feelings. And that they're happening all the time and have immense information for our life and regarding fear i just want to tell a story that i'm reading a book from orson scott card called the seven sun and the following one is red prophet there's a whole series of them and it's a fantasy book about america in the beginning of colonization where people still magic was still active and they're they're so they're using hexes and and some people have torches that means they can see really far or see in places where it's hidden. People have sparks so they can start fires in different places. Um, and everybody has knacks, which are magical uniqueness. For example, somebody has a knack of tying knots really tight that, that cannot be untied. Okay, so all of this, having access to this level of magic and knacks, uh, your own knacks, but also noticing other people's knacks, comes from these low intensity fears. Like having access to magic in your life, having access to listening to the universe, having access to listening to Gaia, to plants, to animals, to, um, I mean, all of it is access to this low intensity fear. So this is, it brings this dimension of life of actually being alive and not being a robotic zombie. Having access to low level fear brings aliveness. And so this is, we'll we'll start this process of noticing. So this is gonna be in pairs. One person starts and it's gonna be for a while. I'm not gonna tell you how long. And it's basically for you to find the hundred things that you are afraid of right now that your fear is noticing right now, your fear is scanning, your fear is informing you, a hundred things between zero and 10% fear. And, and every time you say, it, I'm afraid, I'm afraid about this because, I'm afraid about this because, and you do it, you know, as long as we go, Vera will put a little note in the chat, but consider that it's about a hundred things. And the your partner, your job is to really listen. You're the safe space so that the your partner can lower their numbness bar and have access to the things that maybe they've never noticed before. They've never or was never said out loud before, because the noticing was too crazy or unreasonable. Or kind of who's going to believe me if I say that I hear this or notice this? And and your other job as a space holder is to notice. Where your partner is still afraid of their fear, that they are not even aware that they're feeling fear lower than ten percent about something. Like where are they not looking? Where are they avoiding? Um, where are they avoiding their fear because they're still afraid of their that kind of fear? Does that make sense for the coach?
1: You got it. Yes. The okay. first thing was like the coach is listening, and then. And and write down. So the I coach should write, write down, and then you get
0: uh, about a couple minutes, like two or three minutes, to report back, saying, to, to say what you've noticed. You're what avoiding you- this fear. You're avoiding okay. this fear. But afterwards, yes, yeah, cool. And then we change roles. And in addition, I was going to say, in addition, if you can, just like uh, like with Jesse, there is a he was afraid of having people come to fear club without having come to rage club because he had the assumption that only anger has clarity so if you notice what is the assumption under your fear just say that to i'm afraid about this because and actually my assumption that makes me afraid is this so it doesn't have to be for every fear but if you notice the assumption just be clear about it just put it on the table Great.
4: There's no, no specific time amount for this.
3: Vera will tell you. I'm just making the, the rooms right now. Um, God,
2: you're
9: in charge of looking at the screen. Well, I'm um,
2: Okay, good luck. Okay, please begin.
10: No. (coughs) i <coughs> and
1: I, and i am and I am afraid now to, to, to see the third person, like Vera entering to the space. I'm afraid she will say something that I have to correct or she will look at me or um, she will maybe judge or whatever. And I am afraid. Um, now I am afraid that I switch again to my... Uh, to my mind, instead of uh, connecting with my fear and um, I am afraid that I have to speak um, about my fear for a long time and there there is no time limit. I am afraid that I cannot tricks out this time that I can say one thing many times to, to finish the time and I am weil,
8: weil ich die Erde nicht hören kann Okay, we are shifting into English No, okay. Ich, ich fühle mich ängstlich, weil eben ich, ich die, die Erde gerade nicht wahrnehmen kann weil sie so weit weg ist in mir, es fühlt sich so an, als hätte ich gerade keine Verbindung. Ich fühle mich ängstlich, weil ich heute, heute noch nicht in der frischen Luft war und ich morgen auch wieder einen vollen Tag habe. Ich fühle mich ängstlich, weil...
11: I feel fear of being observed in this moment. Um, uh, I feel fear of saying the wrong thing. I feel fear of being changed by the sensations I'm noticing around me, So fear of entering into the possibilities that are available in the space. Yeah, my fear is telling me that there's, yeah, I'll come to Annette.
6: Thank you. Thank you, Kitty. Yeah. So, what I what my fear told me where you're not looking is the first word I wrote down was your sadness. And it went like it turned more than you were talking about something that you want to take responsibility for someone else. And So I also felt the rescuer of yourself. and it, it was as if there is this this need for connection or your wish for connection that you, yeah, that your fear is not opened up to, like where, where would connection maybe lose or like fall apart? And when you were talking about the aliveness of the earth, the moments afterwards, I I got the information of, there is, it's basically your love to the world that you're afraid of. And that you're turning away from. So, because you were speaking about this door to the room, which you could enter, and it is as if this room is just behind you and, and you could fall into it and you you become or get these these huge arms that that you're actually having to hold the space that you are in and it is as if you're yeah afraid of that opening or like not looking Mm.
5: Yeah.
12: Oui, la peur d'oublier de ressentir est certainement plus grande.
5: Mm.
13: Mm. Et juste la, la peur d'être dans l'espace, d'être présente, ce que tu n'as pas dit. Vraiment, la, la peur de vivre et la peur d'être présente.
3: Can you go oui. a little bit deeper, Johanna? Than the fear of life and presence can go a bit deeper. Mm with your fear. C'est
13: euh la peur de de ta propre apparence dans l'espace de
12: Yeah. Oh, that's it. Ça me parle, ça it. parle, it.
5: That's
13: it. tu avais peur de de ton de de ton être, de de, de sa grandeur, de ce, de sa texture. <laughs> Et de la sentir autour de toi dans l'espace.
12: J'aime ça que, quand tu dis de sa texture. J'ai peut-être pas peur de la grandeur, mais de sa texture.
3: Mm. Ouais. Ingrid, just check in when you're if you're rescuing Johanna for so that she can say more you, know, you don't have to answer you can but just check in yeah you know, if you're you're trying to agree or disagree so that Johanna can speak more and, and what is the purpose behind that
12: i said in french that uh, she said i might have a fear about the 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 how we say grandeur, the
13: greatness the,
12: yeah the greatness of my uh, of i got my it. being yeah and the I texture got, i got it I,
3: but if you are if you are speaking when johanna is doing the, her experiment of giving feedback and coaching then then she gets to relax her fear and, and stop doing it you mm-hmm. get it i see yes Yes. Okay. I get it. Now we switch roles. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. That was helpful.
13: Okay. Welcome. Yeah. Did I froze?
12: Yes, a little bit.
2: Okay, yes, you're changing frozen. The you're roles.
12: Johanna, do you hear me? She's like lost, I have the impression.
3: Let's see. Yes, I think she's left. Yeah. Let me, I need to go to the main room so that I can She her can and... come. Yes, thank you. Will you please stay there? Yes. Until Johanna comes, I can do this with you. Were you, you're the person listening, but is that correct?
12: I was in the first thing, the person who spoke. So who spoke. now I'm the person listening.
3: Okay. So yes. I'll, I'll start as, until Johanna comes here. Yes. I feel fear that I touch the the, one of the wrong buttons and I end the meeting for everybody instead of just going back to the main room I feel fear of speaking loudly and that it interrupts the space of the people who are in the same big room as me and that it disturbs their space I feel scared because I, yeah, I feel scared that I hurt my hand and that I, that I don't hold enough attention on my hand that has a wound and that it would be hurt.
2: I feel, yeah, I feel fear of
3: not listening to more, not listening more. There's to to miss something in my listening and or miss something in the noticing that could yeah I'm, I'm i'm scared of being blind or not seeing something um i'm scared oh. go ahead
12: Could it be that this fear is bigger than 10%? Yeah. Being blind? Yeah,
3: they're not noticing. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Johanna, are you back?
14: I'm back and I. Yeah, thank you. Sorry, that's internet problem.
3: You have four minutes. So go ahead.
14: Okay. I'm afraid
13: because I. I just, live this.
2: I feel fear about
13: Vera
9: joining the space. And I feel fear about this being recorded so that, that I'm kind of, I'm somehow trapped into this. Eternal recording, and everybody can can track me
3: somehow because of that. Would this fear be more than 10%? Yeah. Okay. 18, Yeah, just go to the 10 ones. Yeah. Um.
2: I feel fear about the computer fan being very loud.
9: I feel fear about, um, about my feet not completely touching the ground and not being fully grounded in my seat.
10: I feel fear
2: about about how much time is left. I feel fear about Having
9: left some food in the oven, and if it's completely dried, I feel fear about not having replied to Vera's email for a long time. I
10: feel fear. About
9: about my my emotional fears blocking the, the lower intensity fears.
4: I'm scared about not saying something that, about not being able to connect to my fear in the last few moments of this, the last few moments of this exercise. I'm scared of being seen by people. I'm scared of people seeing something about me that I don't know is there.
3: And then, Jesse? could that be yeah. higher than 10% fear?
4: Yeah, yeah, yeah. There are a lot of things that I'm saying that are higher than 10% fear. Okay. I, 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 uh, I'm scared that there's a lot of stuff buried under, uh, underneath higher intensity fears that I, I'm not able to feel. Cause, yeah because what comes is higher intensity
3: okay yeah. now it's time to come to an end and to for uh, monica to give you feedback and coaching about what you're not seeing mm-hmm. yeah where you're not looking
1: thank you jess so.
6: mm-hmm.
1: um i um I, I realized that at the very beginning um, I mean it was like um like similar to my experience like you start very fast and at the end I mean and you were like slowing slowing down and uh, and the big be- the beginning was like a bit like just it it was my ex expre- uh, it was my uh, my feeling like a bit theatrical like 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 uh, the way you were you were talking like. I will cry, for example. No, it was not the similar things with this, with the, with the voice, yeah, like I was doing, like, no, it was like the first few sentence and- Monica? Yes.
3: So the, the, the experiment as a feedback and as a space holder would be to, to use your fear and give them feedback and to tell them where, where are they still being afraid of their fear or where are they not looking yet? So maybe this is one of them, but it, it seems that the way that you're speaking, you're speaking uh, not with your fear also turned on. So the, the coaching would be to turn on your fear a little bit more when delivering this communication to Jesse. Turn on. Turn on, turn up a little bit. Yeah.
1: Um, I I mean, I realized that uh, you um, it was, I mean, when you were, when your eyes they were open, you were covering your fear you were like, when your eyes were open, then you were covering your fear and you were looking for your fear inside your mind when you were when your eyes were closed, you were like more digging inside.
11: Beyond your your physical body. Um, Yeah, I'm, I'm curious about what is alive and what information is being offered to you exactly where you are in the present moment. Yeah.
2: Mm. Um, yeah, that's, that's all I have.
10: Yes, thank you.
2: Thank
6: you. I have a question to what you feedbacked, and it is that
3: I have another counter proposal.
6: Yeah,
3: is to stay in that space, Keri, of because there's it seems that there's like you have nothing else, and maybe this is accurate. What if what happens if you stay in that space of scanning with your fear? Does something else show up? For you have one more minute. Would you do that experiment? Yes,
10: thank you.
11: There's something about love that it was, um. I didn't feel um, the love from you and until you named that you were afraid um, of uh, showing that love or expressing that love. Um, and when you, yeah, when you, transitioned into this space with me. Yeah, I couldn't feel um,
2: the love. No, no, no. You could or you couldn't?
11: You could not. There's something about a possibility to to be in your space and and centered and just yeah, opening those doors without moving out of your space.
2: Uh, uh, moi. You cut
0: the butter with your own fork instead of using the so you, the butter then was yours.
9: Thank you.
3: Cool. Thank you. Everybody, please take a deep breath and honor the transition of space. I just Okay. Welcome back. What did you notice? I mean, we have only a couple of minutes. What okay,
2: Vera, have?
0: I have an experiment for you.
3: Okay. How how could you use your fear
0: to say it differently? Mm. To make that invitation differently so it's more alive because it's just it's such a
2: regular question that's been asked.
3: What did you discover about? the the new parts of your fear, what new dimensions of of fear in you, of the low-level fear in you, have you discovered?
12: I was really surprised how easy it seemed to be for Johanna to calibrate my fears. I was speaking, and she said, Are you sure about this calibration? And she was right. It was uh, too low, what I mentioned. It was higher. So I was um, surprised that it's so visible. Thank you.
2: Thank you. I noticed how
11: much information is is in this space around me. That is, as, as soon as I looked, it was there. And um, And yet, I, yeah, so rarely look.
2: I did. How many people got what Kiri said? I didn't.
12: Okay.
0: So can you say it differently here? Because
2: whatever you were trying to share did not come across.
11: My fear was um, telling me that you know that the earth is communicating with me. The space around me is communicating me that there are other possibilities right here. And when I tuned into that, I could see it like a like a portal into. A different possibility and it f- seems to me that that's that sense of connection or that communication is is always alive around me but most of the time i don't pay attention to that
2: thank you okay. we were discussing in the aftermath how
9: to navigate between having emotions and high intensity fear and low intensity fear in a way that the, the more intense ones don't take over the low ones and
0: that's what, what rania what is that you're keeping your secret you're saying we've discussed We've discovered (laughs) making jewel, but I will not tell you. (laughs) Okay. That was our- did you you get that? That you said something, but you didn't actually say it?
9: Yes, because that was, we discussed this question, but we
0: didn't find a answer yet. Okay, but maybe we didn't find, but maybe you did
2: already.
9: Yeah, it's somehow about holding. It's like holding many things at the same time, and
2: and yeah, it's it's about tuning somehow. Ronya, I am afraid that you uh,
0: you're a witch. I mean, and you, I know that you know that, but you're not trusting your witchness mm. to. It, it is already, like Kiri said, it is already accessible. Like it, it's already all accessible in a way. And in what the fact that we keep discovering, it's because in a way we keep healing. Like all of us, we keep discovering new things because we keep healing or practicing or building matrix. But there's the fact that you had this consideration, you already had an answer. So what is the fear about saying the answer?
2: I feel fear.
9: I feel fear because I'm not letting myself see with the clarity of fear. Because? Because it's unknown and the unknown scares me because because it's uh yeah there, there's an emotion there's a very wrong emotion there what is it now there's sadness coming up as well
0: so what's the what's the fear this fear of the unknown mm.
2: Because if I go there, everything is possible.
6: And And what
2: about that? Yeah. And that would completely change everything.
0: Can you say one thing that it would change that you're scared of changing?
2: My whole life. Choose one thing. Yeah being a witch in public. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.
5: Thank
9: you.
0: you. I have a suspicion. I mean, I, I sort of got this fear. The moment you didn't say what the thing is, is it seems to me that there's a huge fear of being seemed crazy, being seemed un- unreasonable. That how could you have an answer when two and a half minutes before you didn't have one? Where did that answer come from? Like all these questions would be the kind of question that the teacher would ask, you know, and,
2: and to you to say, Well, I got it from my fear, for example, is totally unreasonable. Okay, so that would be a big. really an emotional healing process. Thank you. Thank you.
6: I have the impression that I somehow tricked myself in this exercise, speaking from my fear, because it Looking backwards, I noticed that I, I somehow closed the tunnel onto only fear. And um, yeah. what was, like, what is right now weird for me is that usually, if when I feel fear in a feeling way and not the emotion, I feel tons of joy with it. It's just so joyful to feel all that aliveness, and. Yeah, I was stunned. I
2: have... mm-hmm.
0: Sorry, I was go ahead.
6: Stunned by the feedback of Kiri that she said that um like I wasn't actually I was actually so closed in onto my body and not as if I wasn't in the in all the other bodies. And yeah. Which is something that I, I'm very used to when I feel fear is to be everywhere.
2: I have
0: a hint for you. I mean, one thing is, I think doing this consciously. For me, I also notice different patterns of where my fear actually leads me when I actually do this in a formal, conscious way. And it's like, okay, what's the difference then, when I'm doing it really consciously and looking, or when I'm, it seems that I'm feeling feelings during my day, my daily life, and are those really feelings? anyway, I, I have that question. So I don't know if, if that's also your question about, okay, how come it's different? Mm-hmm. What makes the difference? And, and the other thing is that as you lower your numbness bar to fear and feeling the low intensity fear, it, you're also experiencing lower intensity of joy. And it, the kind of joy that we t- you were talking about seems to be like really big, like high intensity joys. Okay, well, what about the zero to 10% joy? And people don't even think that that's joy. They don't even consider that that's feeling ecstatic, but there's joy between zero and 10%. And it's, and it's so subtle and in my experience, it's so like soft and clear. Because it comes with this this fear, and so that could be your experiment. In addition, is to start noticing these lower intensity of joy as you're feeling lower intensity of fear.
6: Yes. Yeah. Thank you.
2: Thank
15: you. I I noticed for me the one thing was just that that I re, I have some my numbness bar. I have a numbness bar that's higher than 10% with fear. And that uh, that I have that I think even doing this work, but probably outside of the feelings work and possibility management, that anger is such a interacts with my fear so much of wanting to fear starts to feel like sort of falling apart. And I can feel my anger come in to try to keep it together or to and, and anyway even right now when I'm when I'm thinking about uh, I don't have access to this lower level fear I feel angry about it like as though my my anger could somehow mm. rip a hole into my fear and anyway this is where I'm at with it.
14: Thank you. i I noticed that I also have uh, or I believe it's maybe my numbness bars that just allow me to 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 feel from the middle intensity fear. And so you're what I get
0: I interrupting you because here in this space we don't work at all in the domain of belief. Yes. You just say I believed. And believing is some kind of fantasy world of maybe, maybe not, whatever, you know, a belief in fifty cents will get you on the bus. So here we're we're asking to for you to notice the the actual experience and use your five body and the clarity of your five body to to share to, to bring your experience to
14: life in, in words. So you. would you start over? Yes. So my, my fear is to make a statement about what I'm noticing and what just happened. And also what I notice is that I couldn't access low intensity of fear, because I was afraid of being present totally. And my fear was holding me back to be totally present into the space. And it made me just feel like middle intensity of fear after 15%, maybe. So Johanna, all,
0: all emotional fear is in some ways a fear of being present. Mm -hmm. All emotional fears are about, is about that. So when you say, I'm afraid of being present in a way, you're saying nothing. You're just saying, I have emotional fear. So what is the fear really about? This fear of being present, like right now, what is the, this emotional fear?
14: It's it's a I feel angry growing but anger um it's about things the fear is about just noticing so many things and yeah thing is the strategy the habit of numbing myself or and so if you're noticing if you just
0: pause yourself Johanna how many people can notice right now Johanna's fear saying to Johanna, get away, don't go there. How many people could notice that? Okay. So, Johanna, you started about four sentences and not finished any of them. And that's how powerful your fear is. Is that you can't even finish your own sentence or your anger comes, you know, and then you feel angry, but you don't feel afraid anymore. So um, so that that's really the practice for you, is to, for example, finish your own sentence and use your fear to stay present with your emotional fear, which is completely crazy when you think about it, to use your fear to stay present with your emotional fear. But don't. To, for you, it would not be to use your anger, because your anger is, you know, let's get away from the fear, let's change it, let's... Um, let's make a new decision. Let's whatever you know. It's the movement away. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. I I want to. I think really this this ability to withstand, like to hold even ten percent intensity fear all the time. It comes with practice. In two and a half hour, it is not enough practice. It's it's a whole rewiring. It's like you have you have proper railroads going in the direction, no fear, and you're trying to actually take out the rail railroads from the ground and move them in another direction. I mean, consider that it's that much work. Take out the screws, carry those iron bars. It's that amount of work that will that will allow the rewiring. And so, for example, right, just right now in this sharing, I'm using so much fear to notice what people are not saying. So I would encourage you to do this when people are sharing. It's, I was listening to Devon, for example, um, in the previous exercise, and I was trying to listen and write. And I noticed that I could only write what he was saying. And, and that's how strong this thing about, we are, dis- we are trained to look at what is there and not look at what is not there. And so I would, that would be really a practice in the sharing um, like uh, spaces for you to practice what is not being said. And then, you know, I'm interrupting Johanna or, or Rania But any, you can all interrupt other people saying, well, what is this really about? You're not really saying the real thing or whatever,
2: because I notice things and you would notice others. Great. Uh, I I would like to, go ahead, Jesse.
4: I have a, in my experience of this, I had a it was very hard for me to connect to low level fear. And I think I heard some other people say something like that. And I'm starting to suspect that even low level fears are like a road that lead to some like terror, like total terror. And if I were to actually pull on that thread, if I were actually to go there and just keep going, and kind of keep going because I'm afraid that if that happens, because of, if that happens, because if that happens, then it, it's like all roads lead to this terror, this, this destitute. I, I don't- I thought, you
0: were, I thought you were gonna say all roads lead to hell.
4: Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's it, that's it. I mean, that's it, but it's not, it's not hell, it's just terror. It's not hell, it's just really? terror.
0: So Jesse, that would be a, that would, you have a thought where you have a construct saying all fear, even low fear leads to terror and um, whatever it's, it's a thought, it's just a construct that you've built for yourself at, at some point as a survival strategy as a way of saying, therefore, therefore I will not feel fear. So, and that, that's an emotional healing process. So I think, I mean, that, that sort of like leads into the, the this other part that we wanted to go with you today with Vera and it's about this emotional fear and this low or not so low level emotional fear happening all the time. I think I was mentioning that before which in quote-unquote modern culture term is called worries or anxiety or stress or insecurities. Like all of those actually mean the same thing in our language or clarity. It's all unconscious emotional fear below the numbness bar so that you might be Anyway, I just want to, this is a little parenthesis. I just want to make clear about what consciousness means. Consciousness me, does not mean that you can say, I'm afraid because that is not consciousness. What the way I would relate to consciousness is you're, you're clear on the purpose of the fear and on the the actions. You're clear about the source and the the action that you're taking through the information that you're getting. That is consciousness. That means you're (laughs) feeling the pain, quote unquote, pain not as something bad, but you're feeling the consequences of what it is to feel this. So for example, when uh, I know some of you are doing gremlin work. When people say, oh, but my gremlin said this, you know, or oh, my gremlin did this. Okay, well, that's not being conscious. That's avoiding responsibility by blaming your gremlin. That is not awareness. So, like Dory, you was, you know, you were saying earlier, you said, I was I was having this emotional fear and I knew that I was afraid. Okay, but when I meant you're not aware was you're actually not aware of where the source comes from. Where does this emotional fear really started? And then make, and then do I want to feel this emotional fear? That is consciousness and that is responsibility. Because in, in the world of uh, radical responsibility, uh, responsibility is consciousness and action. That means if you're feeling something and you're aware of it, that means you're responsible for feeling it. Okay, so this is a whole, another domain of of saying i feel afraid because this is sort of adult responsibility okay and but it's very different from what i call consciousness about pain or like consciousness about feelings so i don't know why i was i went on this okay okay so that was it so we all to some degree, run on worrying all the time, or some kind of anxiety that runs in us all the time. And like Bear was saying, that's just noise. It's just a lot of emotional noise that is blocking us from this access to zero to 10%. So the next thing is to put on the table the worry, all the worry, And you can say it like that. I worry about this and I worry about that. And I worry about this person and I worry about what they think. And I worry about um, what am I gonna say? I'm worried about being right. I'm worried about uh, having problems. Okay, so that's one of my big ones. I, I need problems so that I worry because who am I if I don't have problems? Who am I in the world if I don't have problems? So how many people here have this worrying and making up problems by ongoingly worrying about stuff like making up problems. Okay. Okay. So we're trying to get to what is that about? What is what is our what is the source of this strategy of ongoingly worrying about about things. So um, I would do it in pairs so we have a little more time Vera, instead of groups of three. So this is gonna be a space holder and a client. And the client, your job is to admit, reveal your worries, sort of like the pen of the worries. And the space holder, your job is to, it's sort of like the beginning of an emotional healing process is to get what's the source What's the payoff? Like, what's the benefit? Why? What is the thing that started this, this like uh, circling mechanism of creating worries ongoingly? Like, seriously, for no reason. Is to really consider that your worries, you have made them up. Each and every one of them. And probably the source is almost all identical. Like it's all from the same source. Okay. And um, and then as a client, please write down or the space holder as you wish, write down uh, kind of the source in the beginning of the emotional healing process because we'll need it for next week. Great. Any questions?
3: So is the, the space holder, just to clarify the space holder, when you start, you're basically coaching your clients. So you start saying please put your, lower your numbness bar, put your attention in your worries. So you start really as in a session.
8: Mm-hmm. Thank you. And,
0: and as a hint is space holder, I don't, that's the question I gave to Devin when we were in the previous exercises. Again, you need to lean into your own fear to have them be in their fear. So this is a practice also for for you as being a space holder, holding space for fear was your fear. So in and, and client, this is not the main purpose of the exercise, but you, if you need to coach them, just coach them a little bit saying, be more scared,
3: something like that. And I'll be going around as well uh, doing that too. Great. Cool. Well, we're going to do this. We have some time because we're in pairs. We're going to do this about eight minutes each person and then at the end also two minutes of feedback and coaching so a total of 10 so you decide
0: okay. can can we do it a little less because i'd like to do the last thing and it will take a little okay, little, then so okay. six minutes six, six minutes,
3: minutes, minutes plus two minutes feedback and coaching okay
0: thank you right.
3: good luck
2: More than. Okay, so we'll just start with whatever is above fifty percent, and
0: then we'll try to go down. Okay. Okay. So you put your attention on. I mean, it might even be somewhere in your butt, in your body. Can you point out where's this ball of worrying?
15: Yeah. Uh, there's some part of it in my, just in my eyebrows and my face.
9: Okay, well, that's your your mind.
2: Yeah. Okay, so you put your worrying in your mind. Yeah. And just, so put your attention on there and then just start saying, what is the worrying about? Like, what are you, what is this ongoing?
15: Um, Right now, it's like, what's going to happen? I'm worried that I'm never going to
2: get this fear thing. That I'll never... Okay, I'm, I'm asking for something a little, I mean, it's in that direction, but I'm, I'm asking
0: to kind of extend you now, and you're a guy who worries kind of all
2: the time. You kind of have this ongoing considerations, thinking, what if, that?
3: Hey. Hi, Doré. Do you know how to get back? Yes. You, to get- you click on breakout room on the and there then there was nobody in that breakout room okay, I was in breakout room. okay was. let me just let me just get you here mm-hmm. so would you go back to that breakout to the breakout room number two what's your what does it say what's the number where where, where do i go there i cannot go at the moment can you can you yeah. click the button that says breakout room what does it no, say? There's no, there's no breakout room button. So, there would be three dots saying more on the bottom. Uh, like apps? Uh, to the right of the apps. There's more? Discover or what? There, okay. yeah. yeah, now great. I see one. Well, okay, great. Oh, I was going to get you to join with Marcus and Marcus has just come to the main room. So. What about you guys staying here? Yes. You were paired together. So I will go. Great. I'm glad that you were faster, Marcus, than me.
7: So I'm not very sure what to do here in this. Um,
3: One of you you, is a space holder. Who's the space holder? Please put your
7: hand up. I will
6: be the space holder, Dori. I will take you. Yeah. And for for
3: what? So
7: maybe I'm not in the, I'm not very present now. Yeah.
3: Yeah, so my my recommendation was just don't get Marcus Marcus will tell you the instructions, okay? Okay. All right. Go ahead, Marcus.
6: So Dory, I want you to shift with your fear into your worrying.
3: Well mm. just be put your attention put your attention and your worry because because worrying is already in conscious fear so you put all of your attention in your worry go ahead so what they are about no
7: or sometimes it feels like it's a automatic program running and then i see that that it's worrying and not useful
6: exactly so yeah go there
7: events small events not important thing but when I'm tired and it's like running around in my head and yeah just going on and on
3: so Marcus just get Dory to to say I worry about this I'm worried about that so that the clarity comes out okay Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. okay Dory would you let marcus say it because he's practicing his space holder
6: Mm. yes so dory please say i'm worried about and then finish the sentence okay and after the first one you come up with the next one
7: so i'm worrying about um hmm. if i If I'm able, for example, to tell Jesse what I'm feeling about following my intuition, having clarity about not wanting to continuing a relationship like that, and I'm worrying about That I would go back to my old stuff too much here now, or that I would lose the new, what um, I'm worrying about. Yeah, I'm realizing that I'm thinking about, um, for example... we build up new people in costa rica and if this not happens and that not working it's small worrying it's nothing about what i really want to do and
3: so yeah. well, i'm gonna pause here just as coaching for marcus so the Doris dory Dori is feeling fear in the in her worry and it seems like her worry is like here when you, when i scan it, it's like worries in the mind So it tends to go really fast. And almost Dory, just like Johanna, almost did not finish the sentences really specifically, which is a total characteristic of the mind. It goes, and this, and this, and this, and this, and this, and and then becomes really fast. So when you coach her uh, to feel the fear, not just the the ideas of the things she's worried about, that she can be intimately with her fear, this is so that you can get to the next layer, which is what is the meme? What are, what are the things? What, what is the thing that she's what is the thought where I have to worry about this? Or I have to worry about this because what is underneath it? So you coach her, you get her to go because the, the client doesn't know, they can just feel it. So it's your job as a spaceholder to go to, get them go to the next level. So you interrupt and you say, Okay, but what are you scared about? What do you worry about? What are you yeah. worried about? And what are you worried about? So they, they tell you the next thing, okay?
6: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, Lori, I heard that you're worried about going into your old habits. Yes. Yes.
7: For example, I started new habits like writing on my book, uh, being in the new space and then i'm worried about that these old habits are so strong that i would repeat them again and again
6: and you're worried about that because
7: because it felt so different writing on the book or being in that new space that felt really different and this is where i have to go but i'm worrying about yeah, it, it needs effort,
3: and it takes discipline, then. Okay. Mm-hmm. okay, so this is, would be now the feedback and coaching from, from Dory to Marcus about how it was, what was missing in your space holding Marcus, okay, you have one minute.
8: Mm-hmm. I think what could be um would have been helpful to even go a bit more into the fear and and ask even more dangerous questions mm-hmm. and um the questions you asked were were great, but you started to like um a bit like started to interpret um
5: interpret in, mm-hmm.
8: mm-hmm. mm-hmm. mm. yeah I think this could this could help like to to have just um, clear questions and a distinction or like or not even a distinction but like a question and also what is the payoff we we did not really come no, to we that didn't point. Come to-
1: mm-hmm. yeah can i can i ask something just to to, to what do you have an, an example for like more danger question yes i do
3: for yeah. example, what is the fear really about? Or what okay. do you scared that? So you, you help the coach to go the level deeper. Mm-hmm. And, and not into their head, but into the deeper layers of your fear. So I worry about this. Okay, what do you worry? Exactly what UnChloe exemplified with Johanna.
5: Mm-hmm.
3: Okay, what is the fear really about? And so if this happens, then what? And then you find that meme, that sentence, or that the thing that so if you have to worry about then or what what and chloe said for me i have to worry about something okay mm. why
8: yeah like oh. why and what What i ask is like for example what would when there's a sentence like um yeah i feel afraid to lose something and then what would be so bad about that and then uh, okay, and then you go deeper, deeper, you are actually emphasizing you like, usually we are trying to escape, but we are turning around and you try, you force them to go deeper, like this layer deeper, as if they go down the stairs. And when they want to escape and go out yeah. of the fear, you turn them around and say, okay, what, what would
1: be so bad about that? This is yeah. what I am yes this looks great in the action but yeah. when you see this you right. let's, let's practice it even, yes. even better it's a practice yes okay. please switch okay. away.
8: okay so i
1: worry about um yeah
8: I, I so would you to... would you wait a second
3: monica would you allow yeah. yourself to be coached by christina that yes. she really takes you through the whole thing thank you yeah
8: so monica Center yourself and allow yourself to to lower the numbness bar to the degree where you tap into your worries. And start with the sentence.
12: Fear. I feel fear in that moment when I'm running out of time. I feel fear that something else is, is... on my schedule for the next day. So so that there will be never a day without schedule, that something is scheduled on that day.
4: There so will, I'm, there, yeah. There will never be a day when something's not scheduled on that day.
12: Yes, I have no time with nothing. That's my worry. So I'm
3: would, also worried wait, say, just a second pause pause Ingrid stay there so Jesse then your your next would be to go a little deeper to the meme what would it's really the, you do this naturally in emotional healing processes but you can just ask the next question about okay, how is it that you need it? that you don't have a day you know that you don't have a day without without scheduling no, you really you get what to, to to the meme to where the thought where is that she always that causes this fear. Okay.
4: Yeah, yeah. So, so you you don't have a day of no, you don't have any any moment of nothing where you have nothing scheduled. This is what's happening, and you create this. Yeah, and it's and so it's this constant worry about not having time not having space with nothing
3: so did you notice
4: Jesse I'm
3: gonna just interrupt you again that you just repeated what she said twice and so these two sentences um, slow down the fear because she's in the fear and then when you it's it's like it's like a noticing when you should complete the communication or not but just ask the next question just yeah. at, take her to the next level without completing
4: Okay, so Ingrid, how is it that you've you've organized this? How is it that you've created this where every single day you have stacked this? This this time, no time, no time. I
12: sometimes I underestimate time, sometimes it has also to do that that uh, when I, I i don't set clearly enough boundaries or say no so
3: she's so telling you, you that understand. she worries yeah yeah so, so don't complete her communication don't complete her communication go to the next thing what do you worry about yeah what would it about yeah go
12: I'm worried about not pleasing the other person.
4: Yeah, okay. And what happens then? What happens when you don't please the other person?
2: Um, And if I, yeah, it's
11: like circle. If I don't fully show up, then I can't be fully crushed. (laughs) But then I'm already crushing myself.
2: And
14: what's your payoff of doing that, that you're just doing now when you talk?
2: Just
11: staying small and staying hidden.
3: So Johanna, go don't take that this is too general. Okay. Like how right now, you know, exactly what An Chloe did with you, how right now does this constellate? So I've, I not like
14: I'm like now I'm um, like Kyrie, i I feel like you're using all this worry to co- confuse you yourself.
5: Wait, wait,
3: wait. No. Then you're giving your opinion. Yeah. Just ask her. She she just gave you a golden key, which was then I make myself small. Okay. Mm-hmm. How? How specific? So that you know, like the 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 question, So that what happens? Okay, go. Okay,
14: so Curie, you're making yourself smaller. What's, and what's the pay, payoff of doing that?
11: I tell myself that I don't have the skills that I need. So like, I'm learning, so I can't do all of the things. No, that's um, not
13: your payoff. That's how you do it.
3: So thank you for telling me how you do it. Now, what really is the payoff? Yeah.
14: Thank you. Good spotting yeah so what's what's this what's your payoff of staying
2: small what's really behind that
14: what what's really behind what are you worried about
3: okay please come to an end and now, will give key feedback and coaching to Johanna.
11: Yeah, I appreciated the way that you um, invited me to go deeper into my fear into the worry, into the layers of that. You noticed that, uh, yeah, I have a habit of kind of skating over the top. not. That I, yeah, I think that invitation to be more specific um, about my strategies would help me to go deeper or to get more insight into the ways that my worry shows up or the actually the, the behaviour that shows up with those worries. Um, Yeah, and I notice in myself there's still this kind of confusion or something around this kind of loop. It's like I'm afraid of being seen, so I hide myself, and I hide myself um, so I can't be seen. And, um, yeah, I'm, le- I'm left with a sense of confusion about how to break that cycle or where that ends. <laughs>
3: I have a um, a hint for you, Katie. Do you want to hear it?
11: Yeah. Yes.
3: So this is it's the loop. The loop keeps you from getting out. So to really, if you really get to the to the bottom of the purpose of the purpose of why would you keep yourself well? Like why in that moment, each moment, not in general, you know, not in general, just in that moment, why would you? do that if you find really the specific purpose then then you can choose something else then you can really move a a 90 degree uh, move out of it okay does that make sense yes because for me what was clear was because if you were specific that's why people are not specific when they answer Mm -hmm. because then they would know They would get what it is and then they would face it. They could face it.
5: Yeah.
3: Okay. See you in the main room. Thank Thank you. you. Thank Thank you. you. I know this was maybe a bit short for the potential of this exercise. And I saw that some of you were really getting to the, to the bottom, to the, to the thought where, to the beginning of what could be an emotional healing process. And some of you did not.
0: Would everybody take a deep breath? Mm-hmm. So, especially you, who were client second, just come back into more of the present than in your worried state. I would like to make use of the group intelligence right now for, like, basically all of all of us got an emotional healing process for us to do next week about what is the source or the benefit
2: uh, of. Sorry, Vera, could you yourself just score? Oh, yes. Thank you. The
0: source of this worrying. And so, and that's an emotional healing process. And I would like to make use of the group intelligence to pair us up into who needs to hold space for who and to use our fear as a source of group intelligence. So one person would say, I want an emotional healing process. And you just say like, really a short sentence about what the emotional healing process would be about, like the source of the worry or the benefit. And then as a team, and I'd like to do this in like eight minutes, so we would kind of roll through it. As a team, you would say, okay, uh, this, you know, whatever, Monica, you need to hold space. You're the person who needs to hold space for this person. You get how this is going?
8: So yeah. first, everyone says it's... No, you would do, I, it, we would just, do it one by one. Okay.
0: And then and then after the first one when we when there's a ask for space holder the person who is already committed you can only commit to one process so everybody holds space for someone you uh the person who do not have client yet you put your hand up so we can keep scanning for mm. the space holders who don't have client yet oh, great so who'd like to go first to ask for an emotional healing process
4: i would like to go first and yes. I would I ask for an emo- I'm asking for an emotional healing process. There's a something that lives in my stomach underneath my my solar plexus, and it's, it lives in the dark. And it's about living in the dark. It's about living in the world where it's not seen, and that's where it thrives. And this is and it builds its home out of worries. It's for great,
2: yeah, great. I had Rania too first. Yeah. I had Kiri as well. Anybody else? Christina. I have Ronya as well. Mm
1: -hmm.
2: Okay. I would,
0: I would trust sort of like the, the maximum of people. So I would go, I would, so Ronya, would you hold space for Jesse? Great. Super. Thanks,
8: yeah. Christina, you're next. Yeah. Um, I have this emotional healing process about um, running running fast, doing a lot, and it it will be too late. It will be too late and makes no sense and I need to do a lot. Something like this. In this great and it makes no sense. There's
12: something. I like to hold space for that.
8: As
3: well. it's, it's everybody put their hands up except for Rania so that you are scanned. Okay. Yeah.
0: But, but, so, okay. So, Ingrid, you had a sense that it was you. you. Yes. Okay. So, Devin, you also said Ingrid.
11: Yes.
6: Yeah. Me too, Ingrid.
11: <laughs> okay. Marcus. Great. Okay. I had
0: Monica,
2: but I, I, would, I would go with.
3: Yeah, with
6: I, had, I have Kiri.
3: Yeah, I had Marcus and um, Ingrid, that's that's so good.
0: Great, so Ingrid, you're all space for Christine? Yes. So the way way it goes just for the, when the next person says I need an emotional healing process, all space holders who don't have client, you put your hand up so we know who to scan for. Great, I would go next. I would like an emotional healing process about uh, the worry, God, I have different ones. I think it's my this my gremlin feeding on the adrenaline of worry
2: as a gremlin food.
11: Christina.
12: Jesse. 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 I had Monica.
8: Marcus. Marcus. Marcus.
3: So it seems like christina is has more yeah resonance with the field okay. would you hold it for for uh yes. And Chloe? okay yes okay. who's gonna be next I'll reach out.
11: I'll go i like next. an emotional healing process. <laughs> okay <person.
3: laughs> hey, everybody put Thank your you. hands up
11: explore my um fear of being fully alive
2: Marcus. Monica. Dori. Me. Vera. Me. Marcus.
8: Vera. 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 Yeah, mm.
6: yeah Vera.
5: Great,
2: Vera. Would
0: you hold
9: space?
15: Yeah. Yes.
3: Yeah. Great. Mm. Thank Great you very much. Next person.
15: I would, I would like an, an emotional healing process.
9: And for, up.
15: For, for worrying. Worrying as an identity. When did it, and when that started in my life?
1: I didn't get it. Can you repeat again? Yeah, I didn't hear it.
15: Yeah, it's about worrying as an identity so that I don't even see really that I'm worrying. It just feels like me.
8: Jesse. Jesse. Jesse.
11: Monica.
3: Johanna. Marcos. Johanna. Chris.
2: I'm getting Marcus also. Marcus. Okay, Marcus.
6: Yes. I'm asking for an emotional healing process about that I cannot hold my own love for people and therefore people will run away from me.
11: Mm-hmm. Monica, Johanna,
6: Johanna,
8: Johanna, mm-hmm. Johanna, had Dory, Dory,
0: Johanna, oh, yes, well. last words. What did you say, Monica? Johanna. Uh, so it seems like Johanna for Marcus.
1: Mm-hmm. Great. You. Next person. I'm asking for emotional healing process um, similar to Christine that I'm doing too many things as a trainer just for nothing.
12: I have Jesse. Daniel. Daniel. Daniel.
2: Kiri. Daniel. Daniel. Great. It seems like Daniel then and Monica. Great. Thank
5: you.
3: Thank you. I'd like to, uh, would someone hold uh, an emotional healing process for me about worrying about missing out? M- missing Missing out.
2: Kiri.
12: Kiri. Monica.
5: Monica. Jesse.
2: Kiri. Oh, I'm not <laughs> Okay.
5: Kiri?
9: Great. Okay. Yeah. I want an um, emotional healing process about being crazy and unreasonable.
8: Monica.
4: Monica. <laughs>
9: <laughs>
4: so, yeah, I'm or
8: Monica. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm Chloe. And Monica. I'm <laughs> Chloe. Devin.
0: Any last words? Monica. It seems like it goes to Monica. Mm -hmm. Okay, great. Monica and
14: Monica. I want to ask her for an emotional healing process about showing my true identity. Mm. Showing power.
4: Devin.
8: Devin. 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 (laughs) Yeah. Seven, Seven. matches it's yours. okay Cool.
12: Next oh. I
7: would. I would like to ask for an emotional healing process about that strong feeling, that mixed feeling. I have that ongoing mixed feeling that I cannot sleep if times are exciting and a lot of is to do. That yeah.
15: Jesse. And you're great. Who's still available?
1: Hands hands up.
14: It's so so sorry. And Chloe. Yeah. Jesse.
1: I'm getting Jesse also. Yeah, Mm
6: -hmm. Jesse.
8: Jesse, yeah. Mm -hmm.
6: I had Jesse first, and then I was afraid of something that Dory, I heard you talking something about as if it doesn't work together with you. But my intuition says Jesse and i don't know about your relation there was something
7: I, I don't know him and maybe okay, cool jesse
0: mm-hmm. great so jesse will you space for us yes great.
12: okay
2: and I
8: ask for
12: i, I emot- want oh yeah, okay daniel
8: yeah ask for an emotional healing process for the fear of dissolving in relationships I would hold space for uh, you. Yes. And <laughs> <Uncle>. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Isn't it magical how yeah. it works now? <laughs> I have not yet a
3: partner. You're with Dory. Dory. I think Dory has not asked. Uh,
12: yeah. True. Yeah. Okay. Oh, I asked for an emotional healing process about uh, uh, having fear to be rejected and to stay to be with nothing. So
14: match story.
12: Perfect. <laughs> cool. Thank you.
0: Wow. So cool. This is, we're a little bit over time. I just wanted to say that this is an experience of a way of making really impossible decisions, impossible match that have nothing to do with the mind, that have nof- nothing to do with reasons and nothing to do with voting. And and this whole uh, domain of voting is really comes from a uninitiated uh, mind-centered patriarchy, like patriarchal culture. And and when when we get access to other resource, this is also what we can we can do with them. Really practically, you know, in your communities, in your teams, in your to start discovering with your fear how you can make decision in impossible, com- like impossible situations. So, and as an example. Okay, cool. I think Vera and I will stick around a few minutes. Is that okay, Vera? Yes. Cool. And so if you, if you need anything or just wanna hang out for a few minutes to change space or ask any questions, Vera and I, Vera and I will stick around and otherwise have fun with your experiments and we'll be in touch through the the Telegram group.
3: And I'll write down uh, the description of the assignments as well. So it's, and pin them. Thank thank you.
11: you. Thank you.
14: Thank you. A lot of joy.
11: Thanks, Tim.
6: Goodbye.
2: Goodbye, Daniel. Goodbye.
6: I have a question for the last session for the last um, exercise, not the last, the one when we were in partner work. And it is about the, no, first I will say what, what I noticed um, when Dori was giving me feedback, she was saying that I was absolutely not in in trust with myself and like trusting my impulses. And what I didn't get, I noticed about the exercise was, is the worrying the idea of what is the worrying about actually there to go deeper into the fears, like to to take one layer more of the actual fears, or is worrying? I heard you say, Uncley, once worrying is something that is part of the gremlin ego, and I was wondering if it's just more like a a machine that runs itself, the worrying machine, in the gremlin ego, rather than actual fear. What's your feeling?
2: experience?
0: Like just in the, you got five minutes to sort of dive into your territory, like your domain of worrying. How, what did it, what did you get out of, like what's the clarity you got out of that?
6: That it comes from fear, feelings. Yeah. Okay
0: so you're saying from feelings of fear
6: yeah but it's yeah and that the sentences that w- i worry about are they're more constructed than the actual fear as i got now is like the fear is from the emotion deeper okay. down okay yeah
0: okay. do you have any other questions
6: no thank you
0: okay Because we're recording, I, I want to share one experiment that I got uh, from Devon is that, and it's, it was from the first uh, exercise, but actually it, it was, came from the second, came true in the second about the worrying is that when I consciously go into my fear and notice what I'm afraid of, I notice in a very small now, in a pretty small here, like pretty small now, pretty small here, and it's just the things around me but when I kind of in my life, I have all these considerations about game worlds, about the trainer path and the possibilitator and and writing books and the publishing company and all this stuff. And I thought I was using my fear consciously. But now I realize that actually they it almost always comes out of worry. It comes out of this worry, emotional worrying. And then I've learned to direct them towards quote-unquote useful things but it's still this emotional worry and that so my experiment for the 831 for like eight minutes is to consciously extend my now extend my here to look at the different game worlds or or say okay i'm going to extend my now one week ahead and i'm going to check all the fears and then write them down and then bring back my now So I don't have to, it doesn't have to run on worry. And so I I don't know if that's whatever. I think worry has a lot to do with a big here and a big now and and an emotional, all these emotional consideration. And then in reality, there's like an endless amount of stuff to worry about. Mm -hmm. It's just, I mean, we we can make up anything to worry about anything. And, and, I'm, I'm sure in a way that we, we worry about stuff that makes sense to our box or our gremlin. So we have a really good explanation to worry about stuff. It's still completely made up. And so, and to replace the use, whatever the, the I don't know how to say it, like the useful thing that we worry about to, to look at it from a, from a conscious fear
3: mm-hmm.
0: and, and see what it, that does to the worry.
3: Yeah. Thank you, Anne-Chloe. I think it's, even it's, it, mm-hmm. it could be, just a second, that it could be even one aspect of how people don't take a stand for a game world or, or take a stand for creating something because they don't have that distinction. And it's like, I'm going to have to worry so much. I'm going to have so much mm-hmm. on my plate and worry. So that could be also one, one thing to ask in the possibilitator training. Yeah.
9: Cool.
0: Thank you.
3: And I, so,
7: I would like to share. Oh, no, no go I ahead. I would like to share because uh, some time ago I was thinking all the reasons. I was having a look at all the reasons why I wanted to go back to Mallorca. And then I saw it's mostly energy, like energy from my father still, in thinking in small habits and security. Um, like um survival strategies and all those little reasons it it was like it was an old energy from my father still it, it was so the
0: worrying was not even your own it yeah was, it, was it was like, like yeah.
7: yeah it was like you know we did one once in the fear club we did a exercise uh, putting all the stuff in our baggage, from that, from that, and there, I, there, I started to to see that how much is in the head from my father, totally unconscious. That was interesting. Mm-hmm. I have the feeling that it's now getting more in energies or energy forms or what I see instead of
0: just thoughts. Yeah, totally. Yeah? Yeah. So that could be part of your emotional healing process, Doris, to take out these these actual energy, like in a way we, yeah. I would call it, sort of thought form. It's an mm-hmm. energy form and to also give that back and not just the thoughts, yeah. not just,
2: yeah.
12: Yeah.
8: Cool. Thank you. Yeah. Wait, Christina first. Yeah.
12: And- oh, oh, sorry. Yeah.
8: yeah. So what, what I realized also is this process optimizing and, uh, and when you talked about this worrying, it's also like scanning into what, what might, what probably might happen when i'm doing these different things but then actually being able to optimize or like having the next step and i al- already thought it through so my attention is here and not there is it something is it what you said
0: i mean so that would be using the feeling yeah like i go yeah, in the- but also
8: the worrying somehow yes and no it's something yeah i
0: agree i i mean mm-hmm. that's how i've been using my worrying I mean, a Mm -hmm. lot of really amazing things have happened out of my worrying, but it's exhausting for me. I realize that I'm really getting to the edge of how much I can grow, hold space for, because so much of my energy is really caught up in this worrying. And I was just telling Devin that sometimes I'm just so angry at Clinton and I say, well, you don't care. And what I really say is you're not worrying. And it's so... Annoying for me for somebody who's holding such big game worlds to not worry and it it's for me it's contradictory and now I just got this thing that I I wired care and worry together And, and it I think it comes from my mom. And, and so I think there's really a way to hold space and extend your now extend your here consciously and without the this exhausting worry.
8: And is it also that the nervous system is a bit more in fight flight, like right. a, a bit higher level and... A, mm-hmm. or, yeah, I it's yeah, like, I don't know good.
0: if I would use fight flight, but it's like this, this frequency that
8: is mm-hmm. unhealthy. I don't know how to say yeah. it. Yeah, 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 yeah. This is when it's always buzzing. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's an yeah.
0: adrenaline. It's a, for me, it's also a gremlin food. This adrenaline, is a really big growing
8: food
3: yeah that that so emotional that's, noise that's the yes and 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 one of the things about that the worrying or the uh, being in conscious fear is that the this like one of the the things about the stretching of the here and now is that people don't come back to the small here and now very easily that it's more of the default mm-hmm. that they stay on the big And this is the the exhausting part too. Ah, They have such a big now, such a big here.
9: It's for me somehow missing the information, like the the worrying is there, but there's the information is not coming out of the fear. Yeah, Mm
2: -hmm.
0: yeah, totally. Mm -hmm. Ingrid, and then I think that will be it for today.
12: Yeah, Yeah. I I like to share um, that I what uh, I val- value in this moment is to to see that if I want to lead somebody more into deeper to, into his fear that I don't need to repeat to, to do completion loops but to mm-hmm. to to let this person feel stay in 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 her or his fear and and uh and just from there okay if this happened what are you worrying about, or what is your fear about? Just to get in the in the next level, the next level, the next level, and 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 not to push or, or to calm down the fear by doing completion loops. That is a big, big, big help for me. Conscious insight for healing processes too. Thank you.
0: Please spread it, Ingrid. Really mm-hmm. spread this around. I, I think people have been misusing completion loops just exactly for what you're saying to diffuse the 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 fear.
8: This is your article Ingrid. Oh yes
5: uh-huh. <laughs> 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 yeah. okay
13: cool okay.
8: okay
0: thank you very much
8: thank yeah. you thank you all thank you bye. enjoy the day bye bye, bye. good night